Welcome to The Notice, a podcast from Otava with hosts TJ Houski and Melissa Locke. All right, well, welcome to episode 10, double digits, 10, 10, that's amazing. We did it. That's really, really cool. It is cool. And that means we just have three episodes left in this season. And think about it, you're you're 10 episodes removed from that first moment that you breathed in a paper bag and said, you're going to make me do what? (laughs) That's uh, only funny because it's true. (laughs) And and you crushed it. You're amazing. It's so much fun doing this with you. Well, I appreciate you lying. (laughs) (laughs) So That's so good. What's going on with you? Oh, you know. Anything good? Yeah, we're just, you know, you and I just sitting around, <laughs> twiddling our fingers, yeah. you know. Painting our nails. <laughs> uh, no, so, you know, I'm excited. Like, we, we're doing a lot of cool things. We've been talking about On the Road in this first season. That's what it was centrally about was, hey, we're, we want to get our name out there and help people understand who we are, what we do, why we do it, how we do it. Um, but uh, that section of this first season narrowly focused on the campaign for On the Road is coming to an end. And it's been fun. It's been incredibly rewarding. Uh, those meetings are continuing now. Uh, they round out next week for me, um, getting to go to a hockey game. So I guess go to a hockey game next week. Um, I am, I know nothing about hockey, just for anybody watching, like zero. I can barely keep up with the puck, like flying around. Uh, so that'll be fun visiting with the leadership team next week uh, as we kind of round out you know, like I said, on the road and get ready for next year, you know, for the things that we've been working on together. Uh, but then spending time with customers at the hockey game will be a blast. I'm really looking forward to that. So how about you? My favorite thing, um, you know, I've been coaching a group of managers for a while now using Clifton Strengths, And um, now we're at the part where we're really setting some goals for 2024. So we're setting some smart, you know, specific, measurable, time-bound goals uh, for 2024. And these are all setting them up to get where they want to go with their career. So we kind of have this five-year vision and we're taking these one-year blocks and setting concrete goals and hold each other accountable to getting these done. And so that's really uh, the favorite, my favorite part of what I get to do is help people get to where they want to go. I mean, of course, besides being here with you on this podcast, besides that, yes, coaching people, that's, that's, uh, (laughs) it's been fun and it's been fun watching them grow and pushing them um, out of their comfort zones a little bit to take on some challenging goals. That's awesome. Okay. So question, so put you on the spot is, you know, you started this, I remember it was like over a year ago, almost a year ago, right? Like you went through certification yourself for coaching, um, yeah, in Gallup, yeah. right. Um, you had a vision for what you wanted to do. Didn't really know how you were going to do it. And yeah. you're building a program truly from the ground up. I mean, we share a lot of mutual passions, but one of them, you know, in coaching, you did Gallup. I did John Maxwell. We like yeah. develop, we love developing other people. Is it, is it even cooler than you thought? Like, is the reward even, even greater than you thought now that you're getting to do it than when you first thought when you started it? It is, especially as we start actually getting some concrete plans mapped out yeah. and watching them kind of just seeing their own, talents and from a different lens and giving themselves credit for what they bring um that that's the most rewarding i will tell you it drains me like i wasn't anticipating after coaching all day that i would be so tired i didn't realize how much i don't know you put into 
the conversation and into the person that at the end of it, I am physically tired. <laughs> um, yeah. I wasn't expecting that, but it is definitely, um, it, it's rewarding, I would say. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, well, you're fantastic it. at it. So I know oh, it's, well, uh, I, I know it's, um, I think it's misunderstood. I think a lot of people think coaching, especially if you compare coaching like to sports, right? It's just, you're, you're a rah-rah, right? You're there to motivate yeah. and tell people how amazing they are. And that couldn't be further from the truth of coaching. Like everybody is amazing. They all have a genius. But I think that as you start to really understand that coaching is mentoring and mentoring is modeling and modeling requires your own stretching and growth, I guess I would ask on the other side of that question, do you feel like as a result of coaching you, Mo, as a person, like, have you become more? Do you feel like you've leveled up and it's forced you to level mm -hmm. up to become more? I, I do. I do. With each, with, each, with each session, I feel like I walk away a little bit better prepared for the next session. I, I do. It's, awesome. It is mutually rewarding for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, well done. I'm super excited to see how you advance this program in the next year and continue to impact more people as a result. So you're definitely operating you. in your yeah, genius. That's for sure. Fun. So <laughs> thank you. Bet. Time for one of our favorite segments on the podcast. Shout Thanks. outs. Shout out. So it's been a few weeks since we did these. So yep. who do you want to give a shout out to? And it's tough. Like we have such cool people and every one of them is uh, genuinely, every one of them is amazing. Genuinely. Uh, and so you could shout them out for, you know, for all the right reasons. It's almost like you want to shout out departments um, because they all work so hard and, uh, they, they contribute so much value, but now we, we focus on the individual person and these shout outs because we know that hearing your name means something and being recognized means something. It's not a placating shout out. It's a true shout out for that. So yeah. I'm going to throw a name out that is still new. A lot of people are getting to know this person as a part of our organization, but I've just been, I think it's understated what we saw in the interview to the actual reality is it's just, it's blowing me away. But Brian Hokelman, so I'll throw a name out there, new vice president over product and business development. Um, you know, it was you that pushed me to say, hey, you know, we both recognize he's amazing and, and adds tremendous value to the business. And we see the potential and what he could offer in leadership in a role, you know, here at Otava. But to just witness it, like, I like ready to pop a bag of popcorn half the time and just hang out. Like, like Brian's amazing. He's offered so much value and leadership and brought so much maturity um, in his in his genius, which is product innovation, product management, people leadership, um, and so it's 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 been real fun to have him. And for those that don't mm -hmm. know him, check him out on LinkedIn. Um, he's he's incredible. Uh, he's not looking for a new opportunity, so don't you dare recruit him. Um, but uh, <laughs> but but he's it's amazing to have him here, and I've already learned a lot. So Brian Oakleman's my shout out for this. this one. Nice. Yeah, I received some positive feedback about him um, from one of our technical leaders. He's like, it's just a breath of fresh air. He understands what I'm saying. Um, so it's already been making a difference. So love yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, my shout out is to Kevin Varan. And he is, um, he just stepped up. We had uh, a gap in kind of covering for some of the tactical pieces of employees leaving or coming on board um, because we had a promotion. And so we had this little gap of who's going to, you know, make sure we get the equipment back. And he stood in the gap and he took care of it. And not only did he just do it and 
and responded quickly, but he was very positive about it and ready to take it on. And um, it's not, you know, fun work, uh, but he did it and he did it in a way that, um, I don't know, I just appreciated the way he handled it and the way he offered up uh, his services to help us out. So shout out to Kevin. Thank you so much. Very helpful. That's awesome. Way to go, Kevin. That's really, really cool. And I know we don't shout out departments, but support has really been helping with the gap as a whole. And so they really have. Like, I'm not yeah. shouting out, but I'm just mentioning how great they are. Right. Right. Just publicly <laughs> stating out <Yes>. loud. <laughs> so throughout the whole season on the podcast, you've heard us talk about on the road again campaign. And we started this, you know, a few months back is really just to get back in front of customers. You know, COVID kind of sent us home and we got comfortable being virtual. Um, so we started this campaign to push us back out into the real world and, and meet our customers face to face. Yeah, we got kicked out of the nest, so to speak, right? <laughs> we yeah. got comfortable good. being at home post-COVID. But you know, ultimately, the goal was, hey, we, we want to hear from our customers. Not only do we want to hear from them about how Otaba um, is working as a partner with them and the areas that we can improve, but mo most important is we just genuinely wanted to meet people and hear from our customers about what are the opportunities that they see for themselves and their you know industry, and then what are the challenges that they face and learn you know, from them. And so these were specifically designed in partnership with sales and senior and executive leadership for our organization as no pitch meetings um, to get out there and just say, hey, this is relationship development to get to know you and you get to know us. And so that's been awesome. Um, and I'm genuinely excited about what the last three months has represented and the feedback and those things that we've we've learned. Today we have Ben Takashian. He's our director of sales and he's here with us and he's been in a lot of these meetings. Well, welcome, Ben. I'm excited that we get to spend uh, spend time with you. So now just just question, how many people get your name wrong? Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Even my wife. I got it wrong. <laughs> Even my wife. <laughs> well, we, lo we love you and your spirit, Ben. We're super excited to hear from you and spend time with you. So thanks for hanging out with us. I think she says it incorrectly on purpose, though, just to make me a little angry. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me here today, guys. It's it's been a um, it's been an exciting couple of months. Very busy being on the road, pun intended, with uh, with customers and leadership from Otava, getting to see our customers face to face in a way that we haven't before. But uh, it has been a very busy few months, and we've got another busy few months ahead of us to, to wrap up the campaign here. Yeah, I know you've been in um, all of the ones that I've been a part of. And so I've, I've appreciated um, having you in the meetings and you always make it comfortable and, and you're always so easygoing. So thank you for that. Um, but so when we kicked this off, you know, we had the meeting and this genius idea, at least we think it's genius. And we came up with this plan and campaign. What did you really expect to get out of it? Uh, you know, I, I expected more customers to push back on the in-person meetings because this uh, this post-COVID world we're in, there's there's um, a tendency even for customers and their leadership to uh, avoid wanting to go to the office and see vendors and uh, stay in their comfort zone. 
So it, it's been nice to see that more of them than, than I expected, at least, have been open to meeting with us in person, whether it's at their office or grabbing lunch or dinners, and, uh, and, and not only telling us about their stories, but also hearing more about where we are uh, in our journey. Ah, nice. It's good to get, um, get folks out. I think for me, getting out the first few times right after COVID, I didn't realize how much I actually needed it and needed that human interaction. Amen. Maybe that's what some of our customers will find out too. Did anything else come up from, you know, like that you weren't expecting? Were there any good surprises that came of these meetings? Um, you know, the, the, the thing that surprised me the most, um, not on a personal level or, or individually, but across the board, um, seeing that our customers are facing a lot of the same challenges that we are in, in our growth and our change over the last uh, couple of years as the industry has changed from a lot of different perspectives, they're seeing that as well. And hearing our customers' stories on how they're reinventing their services and their products and how they interact with customers um, has given me a little bit of a view that maybe I didn't have before. Um, hearing about their challenges and how they're tackling those obstacles, how they're changing the way they do business and, and interacting with their customers. It's, it's helped me get a different perspective on, uh, on, on how we're doing that from, from our side of things, too. So how do you think this whole campaign and these no pitch meetings have really affected like our relationships with our customers? Do you see any differences there? How, how has it impacted those? Um, you know, I don't want to focus on the post-COVID world. Um, I think this is relevant whether it's pre-COVID five years ago, 10 years ago, or today. Um, my interactions with uh, people that I've been happy to call customers or clients over the last 15, 20 years in, in any role I've been in have always been more personal in nature. Um, I've always done my best to get in front of folks, meet them, shake their hand, sit down, have a cup of coffee, have a meal with them. And, and this On the Road Again campaign has that same feel to it, but it's company-wide. And they're getting to see a lot of our leadership and folks that they normally wouldn't interact with. My job being in sales, I get to do that on a regular basis and, and see, see our customers, um, take the sales folks, the engineers out when, when it makes sense and, and get in front of them. But the customers don't always get to see other people in, in the organization. And having them interact with uh, TJ, with Austin, with you, Melissa, um, with Pete uh, from, from the sales leadership side and Justin Keller and, and the other folks that were part of this on the road campaign and continue to be going forward. That's given the customers, I think, a more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, a, a more well-rounded understanding of who Otava is, mm -hmm. that it's not just these three or four or five people that I interact with on a regular basis, that there's people and humans on the other end of this. And and they all have stories They have expertise that I can lean on, on both sides of things. And, and I think they also feel that they're valued from our point of view, because we want to hear more from their perspective. We want to hear what their challenges are. And a lot of times it's not anything that we could help them on, but maybe we could point them in the right direction or give them a, a, a you know, couple sentences worth of advice. And people find value in that, whether they realize it instantly or not. It's It's been really pleasant to see that side of things with the uh, with the campaign so far. Yeah, I found it um, surprising in some of these meetings that I've been a part of that the conversations aren't always technical. Like we had a whole conversation about diversity, equity, and inclusion at the last meeting, just um, given some of the, the the things that we're all working on, all of the similarities companies are working through. So and, and I learned a new important. acronym. I had no idea what that 
<laughs> I'm sure there's some customers that are like, HR is sitting down with me. <laughs> so now I think you hit, I think you hit the nail on the head, Ben, in that, you know, when we all talked about it and, and you were there when we started mapping out, okay, listen, how do we kickstart this thing? Because the reality is this is normal business operations, right? If you're in a services industry, you know, you build relationships um, and you, you add value through trust over time and thought leadership is a part of your offering and you're not charging for that. It's, that's your expertise, you know, in your experience. But I think it is the reality, no matter how many times we, we don't want to, to reference it, it's, it's just truth that we're only three years removed from what was a global pandemic and, and it changed the world like just how we think about things. And it almost made us uncomfortable of like, well, I don't socially know what's acceptable or what's unacceptable or what we can do. And so um, I, I think you, you said it well, which was, I remember being a little nervous as we were taking this off the dock, like, hmm, wonder how many customers are going to straight stiff arm, you know, just from a perspective of, hey, this, we don't do this anymore, right? Um, let alone you have the normal interactions of, I don't have time for a vendor, <laughs> right? So, so I really love that we were to, to, to blend the two together. I think the super, uh, the superpower of experiences in this, if you will, is real people. Um, and so I love that we have, you know, Mo out there and, you know, Austin out there in addition to our sales leadership, Cindy from experience. Um, you know, it's, it's really cool because again, it, it humanizes this overall to say, hey, we're all in this together you know, people doing business to try to help other people. Um, and I think it allowed people to drop walls a little bit more and, and give real raw feedback, uh, which is which is what we were after. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. I agree. So share with us some of your uh, most memorable moments of On the Road. Oh, memorable moments. Um, <laughs> not in one occasion, but on multiple occasions. Uh, I'm a hugger. I like hugging people, <laughs> but, but, uh, I, I catch people off guard sometimes, but it, it was, uh, the, the reactions were interesting and, uh, the, the fact that nobody pushed me away, <laughs> um, was, was interesting. Um, you know, when you meet a stranger, somebody in leadership from another company who have been doing business with, and you reach out for a hug instead of a handshake, sometimes uh, you'll, you'll get the exact same reaction and they'll come in for a hug and sometimes they'll, they'll look at you a little funny. <laughs> Love That's it. awesome. So did the On the Road Again campaign make you reevaluate how you interact with customers or how you encourage your team to interact with customers or anything that you coach the team or that you do differently now? Absolutely. Um, you know, that I've been quote unquote on the road, um, the entire time I've been in sales for, for many years. Um, I, I enjoy the personal interactions, but, um, for, for better or worse during the last few years, everybody's kind of moved away from that. Even on the sales teams, everybody's got comfortable at home with zoom and teams calls and video chats. Um, the, the, uh, encouraging part for me has been, uh, when our sales executives, our account executives, uh, see what comes out of these meetings and they understand that they're getting a whole lot more interaction that's valuable and uh, conducive of building better relationships with our customers, 
that they go back home excited after these meetings. They, they uh, understand the value of being in front of people, having that personal interaction and, and bringing a different um, type of, of face to, to the customer where they wouldn't see that normally. It's easy to turn off your camera and get on email and text message and everything when you're at home in front of, uh, in front of your laptop. But if you're in front of someone at a, a conference table or sharing a meal, it's uh, it's difficult to lose focus on what you're there for, and you pay a whole lot more attention to them. And that's from our side and, and from the customer side as well. I think that's what we were hoping to get out of this. It's just yeah, uh, get back to yeah that sure. that connection. Love it. Okay, my last question here is: What was your biggest takeaway from on the road again? I think my biggest takeaway so far has been that not not to make it directly about Otava, but it is is that we're, we're not as challenged as a company in where we are in the market and our product sets and our services. Um, hearing about some of the challenges our customers have with other partners, other vendors that they use, mm -hmm. um, I think it was eye-opening for me to hear that um, we're actually in a really good place. We have a lot of good things that we do and, and a lot of uh, value that we bring to the relationships, and we don't necessarily give ourselves enough credit for that. Uh, as a company overall. Um, I think we, we bring a lot more to the table and we're a lot more mature in our offerings and services and, and what we do for our customers than we give ourselves credit for. Um, that's been interesting to see and kind of decipher between the lines with, with the conversation so far. That's good stuff. <clears throat> I appreciate that feedback, Ben. I think yeah. similarly, it's like you and I were talking the other day. Sometimes trying to do the right thing and overreaching, you know, causes greater harm. Um, and I think that in the areas yeah. that we've scraped our knees or, or tripped, you know, is well-intended, you know, to, to, to try to help a customer. And maybe we take on something that isn't fully mature or developed, whether it's a product, a, a solution, or the combination of, of the both in terms of a, a solution for service. Um, and you're well-intentioned, in, but when you start to really narrow in your focus to say like, this is what we're great at, or to use Mo's term, like this is our genius, right? Um, I think that's where you can add immense value. And so for me, what it reinforced similarly to what you're saying is that reassurance of we're on the right path, we're doing the right things. We just need to do more of those right things and be okay with sometimes the best yes is a no, not because we don't wanna serve, not because we don't wanna help, but it's to say, hey, let's let's align ourselves with the right strategic partners that we could look at a customer and say, we can we can solve that by connecting you to the right person and giving our perspective about how they should help you do it instead of, well, we'll try to do that too, right? Uh, because that's, I, I tend to find the feedback that we've seen is we're doing something that we're okay at, not something that we're great at. And the more that we narrow in on the things that we're great at, we can have a force multiplying effect in the market of, you know, somebody that you can reach out to in these areas and be you know, get, get, get great service. So I appreciate that feedback. Okay. The easy stuff's over, Ben. Now we get to the real hard stuff. Uh -oh. So buckle up here. We're going to put you on the spot. What we like to do here is one story in one minute. And so this can be about anything. It could be even something you saw uh, on the on the road again, anything really. Um, so this is, uh, this is your time to shine and beat the 60 second clock because some of us on the call aren't very good at it. I, I got one for you. It's a long, long time ago. Uh, I was a network engineer 
I forget what contracting company I was working for a long time ago. I would be between Houston, Austin, and Dallas on a regular basis. I was in Houston for the day. And Houston, if you don't know Texas, it's very close to the eastern border. And the next state over is Louisiana. Um, I got done maybe around midnight or 1 a.m. or so. And I got on the highway real tired, heading back to Austin. And I ended up in Louisiana <laughs> after about three hours of driving and then crossing the border. So my three-hour drive home ended up being three hours the other direction and then maybe another seven hours back. I didn't get home till the next day at maybe 10 a.m. It was terrible. <laughs> and and that's when I learned I have no business going anywhere without my GPS on. And, and back then, GPS wasn't common in the cars and stuff. I had it on my phone. But that, that, was, uh, that was the day I realized I need to have GPS on no matter where I'm going. That's a long night. That's yeah. So when you guys go out on a date, is Naomi the driver? Like, does she get you there? <laughs> I, I will actually have the map on my phone no matter where we're going. It can be 15 minutes down the street, grocery store. My excuse is always, I, I want to make sure I'm, I'm not hitting traffic. <laughs> Even though in your head you're like, I'm going to Kroger. I don't want to end up in Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> This reminds me of a time um, from On the Road Again, Ben, where we ended up at the wrong restaurant. <laughs> we did. <laughs> I don't know. Right. I don't know what would be funny to put Ben in the driver's seat and Doug in shotgun, or Doug Ding in the driver's seat and Ben in shotgun. <laughs> they're either going to end up in the wrong place slow or the wrong place fast, but they're going to end up in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'm a good driver, I promise. I just don't get places that I'm intending that's awesome. to go. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Well, thank you, Ben. Thank you for joining us. Really appreciated your insight into how this campaign has been going and how it's impacted the team and the feedback you've received from customers. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks You're for best, having me. Ben. We appreciate you and your leadership, and it's uh, it's awesome to have another bright light. So thanks so much for coming on and hanging out with us. If I turn yeah. the lights on, it might get brighter. It's <laughs> awesome. If we start um, a logistics arm to the company, we yeah, will not be inviting not in you, charge. just so you know. We're just going to be upfront about that. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. So thanks for tuning in to episode 10. Like we said earlier, we have a few, only just a few, very few episodes left in this season. I can't even believe it. But we're already getting started and planning season two. I guess we're going to do this again. I guess we're going to do it again. <laughs> excited excited to spend another season with you on new topics. It's going to be a lot of fun. So really excited. Um, you know, click, like, share, announce, text, X. I can't call it tweet anymore, right? Um, but uh, super excited. We hope everybody has a really great week. And then don't forget. Do, do a, a decision. decision. <laughs>